I'm Stephen. And I'm not Kevin. I'm Matt. (laughs) And on today's episode of the Stephen and Kevin Show, we're going to be talking about the power of habit. Welcome back, everybody. Episode number 60 of the Stephen and Kevin Show. Special guest today with us, Matt Oxley. Welcome back, Matt. Now, this is your second guest appearance, I believe. Uh, I believe that's right. You're a veteran. You you keep me away from this this (laughs) studio. The door to the studio may or may not be locked on (laughs) on Wednesday mornings. But, uh, no, glad to have you back in Kevin's absence. Kevin, if you haven't heard yet, had his second child. So congratulations, Kevin. Kevin uh, has a tendency to produce very large offspring, 10 pounds, 2 ounces, this baby boy. Which is going to prolong, I hear, his paternity leave, uh, which is uh, always a little bit curious to uh, me. Yeah, for for the record, Matt has uh, no... no uh, Back at, back in Matt's day, you did not get an hour off for childbirth. So. Uh, I have I've had three wonderful <laughs> children, and I don't remember taking much time off, any time off. But uh, back then, we didn't have two nickels to rub together either. So, so Kevin uh, Kevin's taking grief this week while he is out with his newborn. But uh, no, he's you, doing you know, well though. If you know, well. yeah, baby's doing great, mom's doing great, and Kevin, uh, as always, is an email and text machine. So I've heard of heard from him uh, ten o'clock, maybe twenty times already right. today. Oh, absolutely. So. Uh, Anyway, thanks for joining us today, Matt. Hey, gang, it's uh, it's a good time of year. If you haven't thought about it yet, consider coaching, consider automation as you're thinking about what's going to be a little bit different next year, whether it's, you know, coaching to help you bring in more business or to help you run your team more efficiently, or whether it's social media automation where you're thinking about raising the bar with what you're doing in the digital media space. Give us a look. Take a look around our website. Complete a consult form. We're happy to chat with you about either of these programs. So, on for today's topic, we're going to be talking with Matt about the power of habit. Matt's background is tremendous in the world of mindset, so we love hearing him uh, give us some tips as we go into a new year for making this a good one. Well, it's interesting. You know, you bring up the, the, the topic habit, and it is something near and dear to me. But, you know, recently there was a book out by Charles Duhigg, you know, The Power of Habit. And he sort mm-hmm. of made a very simple model. You know, you, you, you have to have a cue. And then you have to have a routine and then a reward. Now, obviously, you need to have a goal. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know what, what's, you know, but the whole idea here, if you can make goals a habit, you become elite in society. It doesn't matter. It's, it's regardless of what you do. But, you know, the, this cue, routine, reward. So Kevin's not here. I'm going to throw Kevin under the bus. Is that all right? I, I think he would expect it. All right. So Kevin, you know, he's, he's working to get in shape. So that's his goal to get fit. So he has this routine where he has this exercise bike at home, and he'll go home at lunch. So his cue is he leaves his sneakers out you know, that he rides the bike with mm-hmm. in, his, in his shorts. That's his cue. So he goes home at lunch. He's, he's cued himself, and he does a good job. He rides that bike for 45 minutes. He rides it hard. But then his reward I mean, his reward's been a couple of donuts. Oh. His reward's been you know, eating, you know, a full Mexican meal at the buffet. I mean, it's just so I challenge all of you. When he comes back, see if he looks fitter. Than <laughs> uh, yeah, but the you know, the takeaway there uh, from a from a routine development <laughs> perspective, how do we have some triggers in our lives that are going to help us remember to do some of the things that we know we ought to be doing? I mean, in all, we don't do all the in time. In all fairness to Kevin, he's developed a habit. Absolutely, it's become a habit for him now. He, he, he you know, he cues himself. He goes home at lunch, and I'm 
sort of kidding about the rewards. I'm not you sure know, how he rewards himself. No, but you know what's interesting about this? At this time of year, as this is being produced, we're gearing up for a new year, and people are thinking about New Year's resolutions. And to me, we all know we set them. People don't typically stick to them. Part of that is what I feel like is the interval is way off, that we've got a year-long interval in between when we're setting New Year's resolutions. Right. Which right. seems to me like a crazy long period of time for – this whole pattern to take place where you set an objective and then you stick to it. Whereas what we're talking about here with this pattern, Matt, this is day-to-day, week-to-week. Right, and, right. And so, keeping that alive. But if you do this from from an advisor standpoint, you know, you need to set that target. So let's say the target, the goal is to bring in $20 million of new assets. Okay. So what's your cue? You know, what's your routine going to be? And then what's your reward for activity? And, and we always, I think, habits are really centered around rewarding activity. So, you know, your 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 cue might be leaving your to-do list, you know, first thing on your desk mm-hmm. or, or, or by your nightstand or with your cup of coffee, first thing in the morning, you see your to-do list, you know, the Ivy Lee to-do mm-hmm. list, your top priority activities. And by the way, these should be your $1,000 an hour activities. Yeah. Right? You do those $1,000 an hour activities, you know, you're going to have a, a good day. And then... You know that you you go through your day, and you do those high impact thousand dollar an hour activities. Yeah, other cues we've seen. You know, you could leave your pipeline up on your computer, so when you come in every morning, you're first to, forced to go through and review your prospective clients. Precisely. I mean, we've seen other cues where they have a picture of their ultimate dream goal accomplishment. Mm-hmm. You know, the architectural design of their dream house. But it, it, or but, people who will on their phones, Matt, the background of your phone, you can customize with something that might say strategic intent, yeah. or you might have a sticky note on your phone it, or exactly. your monitor that just little reminders to be on your best behavior. And then the rewards, it can be either daily rewards. You give yourself a little reward. If you did your activities that day, you might have that glass of wine or that craft beer on the way home from work or when you get home, or it could be you do your whole week of activities and you go out to dinner or you go see yeah. a movie. But thinking about smaller intervals than a year-long period, you know, you know, and as you're thinking about this, it ought to be the, uh, you know, the 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 monthly resolution, not the yearly resolution well, or the that, weekly that, resolution. That's exactly right. It should be something that's a stepping stone. So, for instance, in developing a habit, it it, it takes you know maybe three months or so, not 21 days to develop a habit. It takes about three months. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you don't do it consistently. You have you, you know you backslide. You're breaking a bad habit while you're developing a good habit at the same time. So if you set yourself, let's say, a first quarter target, mm-hmm. you know, to bring in a certain amount of assets first quarter, or the first quarter, if you're going to, you know, start on your health and fitness routine mm-hmm. for the first quarter, five days a week, I'm using Kevin as an example, he's going to be on that mm-hmm. bicycle. Yeah. And what I like about that example is that it's very straightforward what the action steps are. We have a tendency sometimes if we're talking about next year we're going to bring in more business, let's come together as a team and put together a game plan. Right. That game plan tends to have 20 action steps or different little nuanced pieces of marketing that tend to be forgotten as opposed to saying, you know what? Let's walk before we run. I'm going to get consistent with two or three activities this right. year and see right. what impact that has. You know, and if you have the activities linked to that objective, that's where you do need the goal. And the goal should be broken down into a metrics, mm. which is, you know, the first quarter, second quarter. And then so that's, that's sort of almost like pipeline management, so to speak. Yeah. But then your activities can be as simple as having one non-business lunch a week. Mm-hmm. 
doing going to one social event a week with strategic intent. Right. You know, sourcing three names or four names per week of people you'd potentially want to get face to face with. So, Matt, in, in your advice to advisors, how do you keep some of that top of mind and keep the accountability part of it high? Well, you know, I, I you know, with with I, I stumbled across just the other day this website called Stick. You know, and you should all look this up. Stick S T I K capital K. There's two mm-hmm. K's at the end, and the last K is capitalized dot com. Mm-hmm. And it was developed by a, a group of behavioral economists at Yale. It's a free website, and it's really designed to help. You know, you stay on track with your goals. It's really quite interesting. It, it creates tools. You know, they, they claim we, we create tools to fight against human nature. Oh, I like it. That's a good catchphrase. They first. say basically human nature is that we don't really, we set goals, we never accomplish them. And, and their thesis is you got to de- define a goal. Mm-hmm. You know, and the goal needs to have a, a a timeline. So what you were saying, Stephen, is right. The timeline can't be five years out. I mean, that's your long-range plan. That's your big dream. But the goal that they're mm-hmm. referencing needs to have a, a very definitive timeline, maybe first quarter. Yeah. You know? and, and then, you know, what you have to have is accountability. And they claim accountability and incentives, which are rewards, you know, increase the probability of success up to three times. So think about that. You set a goal. You got your action steps, you you have a specific timeline, Mm -hmm. and then you have an accountability system, and you have incentives. And, and, and they're big. And, yeah, I was going to say, how do they work? You told me about this before. How do they work the incentives on this? Well, 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 the incentives, I mean, they have a contract commitment. So you make a contract commitment, and you can do it financially. Uh-huh. So you either reward or penalize yourself financially. Gotcha. So, and, and it's it, it's. I think the only charge is you know a dollar charge for servicing your credit card. Yeah. Right. You know. But you know, and you can give that to to charity or you. Can yeah, but that's a really interesting way to keep some of these things top of mind for you and to get added a little bit of stickiness. And then they have a reporting co- uh, tool there where you might be one of my reporters. Right. Kevin might be one of my reporters, and so you sort of be, you then become my accountability link. That's right. And you know, think about that. Uh, you know, you can do it digitally with stick or you can think about it, uh, you know, in terms of just your team around you now. The more people you tell about your goal, the more people you tell about the activities you're planning to engage over this period of time, a week or a month, the more likely you are to stick to it. If Kevin comes to us and he says, I love that he's the running example today. While he's out, uh, he comes to us and says, guys, five days a week. Big deal here. Five days a week. By the way, Kevin does do things like that. Yeah, so yeah, this is yeah. not throwing Five days a week. I'm doing it. Hold me to it. If I'm here at lunch and I've got a bag of Mexican food here, please give me a hard time about it. And right? Or if I'm debating whether or not to go one day, push me out of the door. And what will happen is there's a little more accountability. He's not there you know, left right. to his own devices. Right. Now, and, we hold, and we have fun with it, by the way. So he puffs his chest. I'm a cyclist now. You know? Well, yeah. yeah uh, well, you know, so thinking about that within your own team, are there two or three activities that you want to engage, whether it's personally or professionally? Don't be afraid to share your exercise goal with your team either. But, you know, what are some things that you could all collectively share with one another that are going to help you stay on that critical path to success? Yeah, and I, and I would really advise you all to peruse that website. Yeah. I mean, you can read Charles Duhigg's book on the power of habits, but that's reading a book. And really, the first section of the book is really – that you know, from my perspective, the guts of that book. But perusing that website, I th- right? I mean, that that is it's interesting and it's easy to access, and and it could be a, you make a team game out of it. One of uh, just just imparting here, Matt. When we think about 
how to set goals. I feel like a lot of people set goals that aren't the right style, like in terms of total assets or total revenue. What are your thoughts on, well, if you're an advisor, yeah. how would you set a goal? Yeah, see, when you look at total assets or total revenues as an advisor, I mean, you, you know, it's all market-related. There, there are things that are totally out of your control that don't require your activity. So we're in a phenomenal bull market now. Everybody's assets are up. You know, uh, revenues are up because of the, the assets. But what I'm always asking advisors, how many new clients did you bring in last year mm -hmm. of a certain profile, your ideal profile, so it's like, you know, your, your affluent clients, and how many new assets have you, been brought, have, have you brought in relative to those new clients. Right. Best forward indicator. So, right. So basically if you're if you're finishing up this year and you're at a record level of assets under management, right. but you brought in zero new clients, don't go into the holidays giving yourself a pat on the back. I mean this what year. goes up can come down. I mean really the best forward indicator of success in advisors is new clients that that fit your profile mm -hmm. in and new assets linked to those new clients in. Right. So food for thought, everybody. Hope you uh, got a boost of motivation from this. And it helps you frame the right type of goals. You know, when, you, when you're starting the year and you've got the right type of goals, it drives the right behavior for you and your team. So pass this one around. Share it with a colleague or one of your team members. Thanks for Matt filling in today. Yep. Cue, routine, reward. Accountability, incentives, improves three times the probability of success. Yeah.